This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. I am backstage with Chad Gardner, lead singer, lead creative genius of King's Kaleidoscope. They just finished their Sydney show. It was amazing. And I'm not just saying that because I'm in your presence, but (laughs) Chad, how do you feel about it? I feel great, man. I mean, that's the top. That's a top-tier crowd, for real. It was yeah. incredible. Yeah, they were wild. And I saw on uh, Twitter just the other day after you finished your second show here in Melbourne, you were just saying how you felt so full of uh, gratitude and love after that. Can you just tell me a little bit about that show or what it's been that you've experienced here on this tour so far? Yeah, um, really it was just hard to come down here. I, I, I didn't want to. I've been just having a lot of anxiety in my life, and I didn't want to – come across the world it wasn't good timing with the rhythm of what was going on with my family either or just the band in general and so every step of the way getting on the plane you know uh just getting the band together getting to the first show um being exhausted and jet lag not feeling like i could sing the first show then the second show and then even the, tonight every step of the way has felt like a step of obedience and just trusting that in kind of feeling like I'm really weak in this season, that that God's working and doing something special and um, just challenging me to trust him. So, uh, yeah, at the Melbourne show, well, I mean, the first show, literally before the show, I I was like, guys, I don't think I have enough energy to do this. I don't think I can sing the whole set. I'm so jet-lagged. I'm so anxious. Like, I feel terrible. And we prayed, and it was just a step, you know, step of faith. Walk out on stage, great show. We had no idea. The the uh, we we had thought like oh, I don't know, maybe this crowd's not gonna have any energy. It's gonna be really hard. Great crowd, amazing show. Then Melbourne, same thing. It was like I just felt terrible before the show, and we had probably the best, one of the best VIPs we've ever had. People just asked such beautiful questions. Mm. Yeah, tell me a bit about the the VIPs and what that experience yeah, has been I like mean, for you guys. <laughs> You know, people literally just, they just bring questions and we answer them. We just talk about what we do. A lot of times it's about how we make music, our creative process, or about certain songs or questions about faith or, you know, stories. And, but, um, yeah, the Melbourne one was so good. And then, um, same thing. I, I, I was literally finishing it up and I started to feel so exhausted and tired and worried I looked at my manager. I was like, "Dude, I need some food. You gotta go and get me food." He ran, got me food. He he came, he ran backstage, and I was like laying down on the ground. I was like, "Dude, I don't like. I feel so bad right now." Uh-huh. Ate a little food, prayed some more. Same thing. Step of faith. Go on the stage and just deliver zeal to where God had brought me to deliver it. And it was like, just it was, <laughs> the littlest things, man. My mix. It was like one of the best mixes I've ever had in my life. I was like, oh my gosh, I can actually sing. I thought I didn't have a voice. <laughs> this, is, this is amazing. God's just sustaining me. Yeah. I felt so free. The crowd just felt like they just felt like they were an extension of me. They felt like they understood me. And it was just incredible. Um, mm. And then as soon, I even told them, and during the show, I stopped. I was like, you guys, this is incredible. I, I just feel so loved right now. I, I don't feel like this has been really hard to be down here. I feel incredible. And then as soon as that next song started, my in-ears broke. One of my left in-ear broke. Oh, and it, once again, it was the same thing. It was where I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it, God. Like, you're still saying, will you still, will you still deliver the thing? <laughs> you're still going to trust me? You still think that I'm enough? Even if you can only hear, barely hear for the rest of the show? Yeah. And it still was great, you know? Um, and then tonight, man, like, 
Sydney was the biggest one, of course, uh, biggest crowd, and they were just crazy, like so much energy. Yeah. Um, and we broke a bunch of. We just we got breaking. We broke a kick pedal. We broke two guitar strings on the guitarist player. We broke a cello string. Oh, wow. Uh, and the same thing. We're just like we just gotta fight it out. We are supposed to be here. We're supposed to be singing about what we're singing about. We're supposed to be playing this record for people. And we're just going to fight it out. Mm. And so I guess I'm telling you about every show, but the whole trip has feel mm. felt like that. It's felt like being faithful under fire, just doing it. You know, living out zeal, the album. Yeah, living it out. And sometimes that means enduring. And sometimes that means uh, God flipping it and, and, and uh, just delivering you straight the way you think he's going to deliver you through it. But... Um, mm. And at the end of the day, man, it's we're just playing music. Like we have nothing to complain about. We're we're living very blessed lives, and um, it's hard to be away from our families and stuff. But uh, mm. it's incredible to come across the world and just feel like we're we're uh, we're part of a bigger, just a bigger group of people. Like our mm. tribe is, is big. The King's Kaleidoscope, the little subgenre of a subgenre movement. Of all <laughs> these people that just like need something they, that their heart can resonate with is. It just it just like pulses. It's crazy. So mm. it's encouraging. Well, I could definitely see that. I mean, so this was my first uh, King's Kaleidoscope show, as you probably know. And um, you guys delivered and went above and beyond even what I, you know, I guess kind of expected. So that was, um, you know, really satisfying for me personally. But also it was great to see so many people of different age ranges around. I mean, I saw a few kids in front of me. I mean, obviously it was an all-ages yeah. show. Some adults, you know, some of them obviously over 40 and then a lot of young people too around my age. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, also seeing how certain songs connected with the people so there was a girl next to me while you were playing safe for a treat you know she just had her uh, arms like crossed around her chest and she had just closing her eyes and just singing along and like when you see that kind of thing in the crowd you know people having a worship experience during one of your songs how does that uh, make you feel i just think that's the point i think uh yeah we're we're we're, we're like for sure trying to make as dope music as we can and like you know get excited about it and blow our own minds and blow everybody's mind and we're, we're we're trying to perform best we possibly can but really like underneath all of that and over all of that and around all of that i really know that it's just gonna vanish and it doesn't really matter and i don't care who we impress i'm i'm wanting to be a vessel that's used where we're really God can speak to somebody through the art we're doing and that they can be encouraged and inspired and truly like spoken to and moved by like the Holy Spirit, um, especially at a show, but also on record. So, I mean, it just feels like, well, that's the point. If that's not happening, then like I kind of lose interest and feel like I'm doing something wrong mm. just for, for me personally. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, yeah, you just finished the Aussie tour, and what's next for King's Kaleidoscope? Just in general, how do you feel about the future at the well, moment, the near future? Yeah, we are. Uh, we're we're going to try to go to the UK pretty soon if we can. <laughs> Fingers not crossed. Not locked in yet. Uh, we got yeah, we got some offers. We're just trying to figure out if we should do it when. Mm. Um, but yeah, we want to finish bringing the Zeal like tour around wherever we can. Um, 
I mean, if somebody can freaking bring us to Brazil, we know we have a ton of fans there. So that's like the other only other really place we need to go. And then once that season really comes to a close, um, I am building out a new studio at my new house in Seattle. And we're kind of going to get this Rainbow Records group of people, like extended people, like Daniel plays drums for us, is working on a record. Max, who plays keys for us, he's working on a record with his band Oli. Um... Just like the people that collaborate with us that we're friends with and familiar with, um, I want to help them just get their music out there. And so that'll probably be a little bit of a focus. Including in that, I'm, I'm not making any promises, but I'm going to probably try to do a solo project. Oh, okay. Just to give Kings a, a break. And um, so there'll be like a, a steady stream of music coming out from like the extended world of King's Kaleidoscope, hmm. Rainbow Records. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I'm really excited. I, I just heard uh, Oli's new single the other day, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, Waterfall, I think it is. Yeah. Or Waterfall. <laughs> Two words. Yeah, it was really good. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Um, so, I mean, for you, if you are um, if you do end up making some solo music, how would that differ from King's Kaleidoscope? I mean, what are there any particular things you'd like to incorporate that you would feel you can't necessarily do with King's K? Or? Mm, man, to be honest with you, I don't know. Um, I have no idea. All I know is that uh, I have a lot of ideas floating around that I am really interested in funneling where I usually with Kings, you know, it's all about me getting all the ideas from all these other people and then collaging them. And I want to see what it would be like to just trust myself enough to only use all my own ideas. <laughs> That's a really good. And idea. I don't know if it'll, that'll actually happen. I'll probably <laughs> default to like getting a bunch of people involved on it, but It'll start there with like, okay, let's see if I just only do all the stuff on the song completely myself, mm. you know? So I don't know. I, I Musically, I have no idea what that'll turn out like. <laughs> it's probably going to end up being either more acoustic or more like soulful and like groove driven, mm. uh, if, if I could guess right now. Yeah. Mm. But still sample and, you know, I don't know, texture and stuff. Well, that sounds like a good challenge, I think. Yeah. One which I'm sure you'll enjoy. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Well, Chad, uh, I'll let you go now because I'm sure you want to get some sleep. But <laughs> thank you so much, honestly, for coming to Australia and playing these shows and connecting with people. And um, I know I can, sure, I can speak on behalf of the crowd here at Sydney that it's just a blessing to have you guys in the country and to be able to worship with you and sing these songs with you. And um, yeah, I hope this trip has been fruit as fruitful for you guys as yeah. you know some of what you've given us as well. Dude, yeah, we I love it here, man. I, I love all three cities I've been to. I want to see more. Australia just has so much going for it. So thank you guys for making it well worth it and all the energy and love. We appreciate it. Hey, what's up? It's David Esquin here from Fresh. If you enjoyed my interview with King's Kaleidoscope, make sure to follow our Spotify playlist for all the latest breaking Christian tunes. Just search for Fresh Across Australia on Spotify and follow us on Facebook. Plus, you can also stream Fresh 24-7 at hope1032.com.au and on the Hope Media app. And, of course, last but not least, listen Saturday nights from 10pm for all the latest Christian singles, album features and more. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.